Welcome to NKS Talks. I'm Natalia and I'm a coach specialized in bulimia, binge eating and emotional eating recovery. I had bulimia for 10 plus years. I recovered and now I help others do the same. This podcast aims to help those who are going through or went through something similar, but also those who want to grow personally. You can look forward to specific episodes about eating disorders, but also interesting guests, because I'm basically interested in the whole world, from eating disorders and self-development to spirituality, sports, education and health. I help others find food and body freedom. So let's get into it. Hi, everyone. So welcome to another episode of NKS Talks. And today we'll be talking about the topic of fault and responsibility. Fault is not a responsibility. It is not your fault what happened to you, but taking care of yourself and changing your life is your responsibility. And I know that this episode might be a little controversial or it's something that people don't often want to hear, but I feel like it's very important to talk about it because especially when it comes to eating disorders, you know, we can blame others and we can think of, you know, what our family maybe have told us in the past that uh, sparked the eating disorder or uh, some comments at school. Uh, we can blame the media, we can blame social media, we can blame, we can blame, you know, and uh, fault anyone. And it's definitely not your fault that you have an eating disorder. However, it's, in, it's then your responsibility to change your life. And it also goes back to the the identity. And uh, I really recommend you going back to the episode on um, identity, where I talk about how important it is not to label yourself with not just eating disorder, but with anything, you know, giving yourself labels. I am, um, I don't know, I'm depressed, I'm bipolar, I am this and that. It's really, really toxic because once you create this label and this identity it is really then really hard to get rid of it and that's also what this identity of having certain be it a disease mental disorder anything anything in life it can also be a behavioral pattern like i am you know an anxious person i am uh, a choleric or anything um it is then really hard to change the identity and it's then easy to just stay being like that because you're like well that's just who i am and this is this is me this is part of me but we don't want it to be part of ourselves and it's definitely not your fault that you have an eating disorder there are many factors that contributed for this to be developed however whatever happens in our life is then our responsibility to change it we can always change and always you know, uh, change only also our reactions. We cannot change what happens to us, whether or not we like it. And somewhat, sometimes it can be like, why is this happening? Why is this, even when it comes to some tragedies in our life, why is this happening to us? What's the point of this? And yeah, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. However, how you res- respond to it, how you take care of yourself, how you take care of your body, your mind, um, is then your responsibility. And sometimes it sucks. But it can also be very empowering because you will realize that you truly have the power to change anything in your life. So 
Yeah, today we'll be talking about that and it's something that me in the past, I was very much um, a victim of this as well uh, because I was like, well, um, I developed this because I uh, had this pattern in my family and my family is toxic in this way and I saw, you know, uh, these types of people on social media and I was following Victoria's Secret models and it's the modeling industry that caused me this. Now, we were exposed to different patterns, we were exposed to different behaviors in our family, we were exposed to different behaviors at school. However, it's not them who caused the behaviors then. It was our coping mechanism, right? And we all had different coping mechanisms. Someone has it around food, someone has it with alcohol, with behaviors, with sex, with drugs, whatever that is. However, it is then really our responsibility to realize that this coping mechanism is not serving me, it's harming me, and then decide to change it. So whether we like it or not, it's then our responsibility. And until I was really willing to say, okay, I'm sick of being in this victim mindset and blaming others because at the end of the day, it did not serve me, it did not really help me to change. Um, and uh, it did not really help me to make the progress. It did not really help me to grow and evolve in my life. So after, you know, uh, many years of being in this mindset and blaming others and situations, I was like, okay, Natalia, let's take a responsibility and let's start making some changes and let's be disciplined about it as well. So I know how you are feeling and I know that... Um, it can be hard, but trust me, it's also very much empowering. And that's what I'll be talking about today. So I'll be talking about the fault and responsibility kind of mindset. And then I'll be sharing eight tips with you on how to take actually responsibility and how to start changing your life. And this is then the exciting part. There's some hard truth as well. And the ugly truth is uh, needed to be spoken. But trust me, uh, it's worth it. So before I get into the episode, I would just like to remind you not to forget to uh, review the episode, review the podcast to help us spread the message even broader, to tag me when you're listening, to share it with someone who might benefit from it. And um, yeah, tag me on social media so that we can connect and I'd love to connect with you. I always love seeing that this podcast is serving, that uh, it's helping and that there is a real human being uh, listening listening to it, not just the numbers that I see. So don't forget to tag me, share it, review it, and I'll see you on the other side. As I said, it's not your fault what happens to you, but it's your responsibility. And the funny thing here is that even if you decide to do nothing about it, you still have to make a decision. If you decide not to you know, recover from an eating disorder, you still are making a decision not to do anything about it. You still have to make certain decisions around food. You still have to make certain decisions around how you treat yourself, if you exercise or not, what you eat, how much you eat. Those are still decisions. And even deciding not to do anything about it might seem like, yeah, I'm not making any decision. In reality, and the reality is you actually are. So 
it can be like you know you're walking on a street and you see a wallet on the ground um, and not touching it is your decision it's not your fault that it's there that someone lost it but it's still your decision not to touch it and we are not talking about ethics here whether or not you should you should not not at all it's just an example even sitting at home binge watching netflix while the bills pile up is your decision so even if you you know call your mom and ask her what to do this is still your decision so making decisions you can get around that in life, whatever you do, even a single movement, a single word, a single behavioral trait is a decision. Whether we like it or not, we still have to do something. So there's no really getting around it. So sometimes it's really better to realize that, okay, I can be in this fault state and I can, you know, uh, what happens to be is what happens to me is not my fault, but I still have to make a decision. So let's make it a good decision rather than bad decision. So as you can see, you cannot really get around the responsibility part. Life just works this way. And the sooner you understand that, the better. Because things which we are not at fault for happen all the time in our lives. Sometimes we can rightly blame others for them, but we can never blame them for how we react to this event these events and this is 100% our responsibility so your family you know having strange patterns around food your family saying strange comments around food and bodies the social media you know showcasing women bodies and just um you know talking badly about them that's not your fault and it's not your fault that you are exposed to that it's not your fault but how you react is your responsibility. And, you know, sometimes we don't know better. Sometimes, especially as kids and teenagers, we still don't have our prefrontal cortex completely developed. So, you know, our rational brain doesn't always work in our favor. And we can create strange coping mechanisms, being it food or alcohol or substances or behaviors. But once we realize we have a problem, it's our responsibility to make decision and take responsibility. So, as I said before, we want to make a decision and a good decision. And in order to make a good decision, you need to make a conscious decision. So, in a nutshell, the next time something happens to you for which you are not to blame, you have two options. You can blame someone, something or just life itself for making you feel bad, you can insist that because an event is not your fault, you are entitled to feel upset and demand that somehow someone has to fix it, this for you. And don't get me wrong, it's okay to feel upset, it's okay to feel sad, angry. Any feelings and any emotions are reactions to triggers and reactions to cues. So that's completely natural to feel a certain way. But then also realize that it's your responsibility to take care of yourself once you feel this way. If you feel angry, how can you take care of yourself? If you feel upset, how can you take care of yourself? What can you do for yourself to change this state for yourself? So that's the difference. So, you know, as I said, two options. Either you can blame someone and 
think that someone has to fix it for you. Or you can acknowledge that you have the responsibility for your own life, that you are the only one who makes your decisions. And that therefore, although you might not be at fault for what happened, you still are responsible for how you deal with it. So as I indicated before, you can feel upset, you can feel angry, you can feel disappointed and all those emotions. However, the second you know, option that you have is to really take the responsibility and decide this is not how I want to feel for the rest of my life, for the rest of the day, for the rest of whatever the time period is. What do I need to do for myself to change this? So this does not mean that I expect you to be, you know, happy and jolly, even if shit happens, Uh, but rather that you should make a conscious choice instead of defaulting into whatever your first intention tells you, whatever basically your autopilot reaction um, tries to make you do. That's why conscious decisions are key. And that's why even recovery why it happened, what triggered it. There are so many, you know, factors that go into that. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that you have an eating disorder. It's not your fault that you're in a toxic relationship. It's not your fault that this or that happened. But then it's your responsibility to get out of it. It's your responsibility to change your life because the only person who can change your life is yourself. And of course, you can have the guidance and the support of others, of coaches and all of that. But at the end, you have to decide that you are willing to do the work. So there is nothing wrong, you know, with being hurt and screaming at your spouse if they cheat on you. There is nothing wrong with feeling defeated and losing motivation if you get turned down from a promising job interview. There's nothing wrong with feeling devastating and mourning after the loss of a loved one. And there's nothing wrong with being upset if someone, you know, uh, does something that really makes you feel upset. But acknowledge that you are the only one responsible for your reaction and decide consciously what is it going to be? Is this reaction going to benefit me or not? And this mindset shift can either be very intimidating because it can feel like tons of responsibility or very empowering because you get to make your own choices and to shape your own life. And I find it really empowering. When I decided to recover, when I, whenever I decide to make any decision in my life, whenever I decide to, to change that I feel sad to change the uh, a circumstance in my life. Sometimes it's hard, but it's super empowering because I know that by my own actions and decisions, I can do anything in my life. I just need to decide to do that. And now that you have listened to this, maybe you have realized that your reaction is always up to you. Even if you don't decide, you still do. And even if you think you don't have to make decisions, you still do certain decisions so now you will always have always have to make a decision and it's not your fault that I have um, pointed this out and brought it to your attention but it is your responsibility to decide what to do with this knowledge and so I have eight tips for you on how to take responsibility so let's get into them the first one is stop playing the victim We've all been there. I've done that. I think everyone kind of sometimes likes to do that because it's easy. But playing the victim doesn't really get us anywhere. 
you know, you can say it, you can feel hurt, you can uh, play the victim as long as you want, but just realize, does it actually get me where I want to be? Does it actually help me? Does it make me feel good? And instead of that, what can uh, you do in this situation is to acknowledge and validate your feelings. You know, it's about validating how you feel. That's okay. Validate your emotions to help you understand what you're feeling and why, and then redirect the energy you're wasting on being a victim and redirect it toward more productive things in life, like making the decisions that you need to do, taking the responsibility and saying, okay, this happened, it's not my fault, but this victim mentality doesn't really make me uh, progress. Let's analyze the emotions. And from there, you can incorporate, you know, different tools on how to take care of yourself and how to change this situation, whatever the situation might be. So there are many different ways that you can develop the skill of self-acknowledgement and validation. And one of the best is to write about what you're experiencing. And maybe surprise, you'll be surprised by how you describe the what and why of your feelings. And you may even uncover other times in your life when you felt this way and find that the current thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are based on the past. And you can therefore then reframe the mindset which is exciting. And I love the mindset. I always talk about reframing mindset. So you might even heal an old experience as you deal with the present circumstance. So whenever you feel like a victim, try, you know, asking yourself, uh, how do you feel? Why? What happened? And maybe think about whether or not you have felt this way even at some other times. And then, you know, create an action step on what steps do you need to take in order to feel the way you actually want to feel. So look into the future. Number two is stop complaining and blaming. If, I don't know, some mm, some roommates do something, they are inconsistent with dishes or they don't take the bin out, whatever that is, stop blaming and complaining. Because again, you just waste time you just waste time and it doesn't really get you anywhere it's okay you know to acknowledge this again as feelings that it's not your fault and that you don't feel comfortable but then you have options is this a situation i want to change is this a situation i want to learn to ignore is this a situation that can be actually changed and therefore find action steps on how to deal with it the situation. You might find that sometimes it's about ignoring, sometimes it's about having a conversation with people and, you know, setting certain standards and expressing your needs. So it's also your responsibility to, you know, realize, did I express my needs and why I need things done this way? Or why do I, um, you know, need people maybe not to talk around me about weight or body image or anything like that or diets so maybe first realize what do you need and then see whether or not you expressed what your needs are so sometimes as i said it's about ignoring sometimes it's about communication and expressing your needs and it really it depends on the situation but what it comes back to is that blame and complaining are about you know anger a lot and being angry is okay. So anger can be, you know, energetically compelling, but it's not always rooted in reality. 
And it can actually keep you stuck and prevent you from having the life and relationships that you really want. And much like being the victim, it's important to ask yourself how being and staying angry is serving me. And again, it's important to acknowledge and validate these thoughts and feelings too. So it's okay to be angry. So let's express it. And there are many ways of dealing with anger and it would maybe serve you and others around you to learn how to manage and work with your anger. And trust me, I'm speaking from an experience. I used to be quite an angry person and I got angry so fast. I was so impatient and yeah, I got angry so, so fast. So just see how you can you know learn how to manage and work with your anger you have in your life so that you can resume your acceptance of responsibility and actually move on and sometimes the best way is not to hold holding on to the anger but actually expressing it it's okay to take a pillow and scream go into a room and shout as long as we are not hurting anyone and hurting ourselves as well because holding on to anger is hurting us you know and so express your anger because if you don't it can create a long-term resentment and no one wants to feel resentful for the rest of their life number three forgive yourself and others oftentimes people do and say things that we interpret in a certain way or they were not intended to be you know mean or hurtful it's just their perspective we each have our own reality and sometimes or many times actually often people don't actually mean to hurt us and what they want to say comes often from the mindset of I want to help you but it actually hurts us and accepting that they don't know better that they're humans as well and therefore forgiving them can really free you so actually from a place of forgiveness you see that even though you know, people can say things and mean things and maybe intentionally, maybe not, but they are most often having to do with them and not us. So again, from a place of forgiveness, you can move on because as you forgive others, you forgive yourself too and take ownership of your own tasks. And whether or not people meant it in a mean way whether it's around comments or behaviors you know sometimes they don't know better sometimes they they are struggling with something as well sometimes it's it's their pain as well and they just want to help you without realizing that they are actually hurting you so forgive them forgive yourself and you'll learn how to how to move on much quicker number four look for the win-win you know, oftentimes when we choose not to take responsibility, we are choose, choosing a zero-sum game, meaning nobody wins. So what if you looked for the win-win opportunity of taking responsibility instead? So for example, what is the win-win opportunity of me, okay, uh, taking the bin out? What is the win-win opportunity of cleaning the dishes? What is the win-win opportunity of, you know, actually going into recovery? Um so it's not about, you know, uh, obeying and letting other people slip away with something, but looking at the situation in a way that what's my goal in this situation? What do I really want from this situation? And how can I make it win-win? So looking at situations so that everyone wins. And 
looking at situations also not from the negative mindset, but reframing it. What is the benefit of me making some decision and what decision can I do to achieve, you know, my goals or the peace of mind or, you know, um, handling the feelings in a way that, that I want. So what's the benefit of actually making the decision? What's the benefit of me taking responsibility rather than seeing it only as something negative? Number five, make taking responsibility fun. <laughs> Another, you know, um, vantage point from which we could look is uh, the place of joy. Yeah, joy. You know, uh, sometimes cleaning the kitchen is not the ideal fun thing you want to do. And you see it in a negative light. But let's, you know, play some music, stream some Netflix during that, um, call a friend, do do anything. How can it be fun? This is where you get to be creative. And, you know, some ideas could be, as I said, playing some music, um, watching some TV, uh, listening to a podcast, or even how can you make maybe improving your relationship with food fun? What about trying new recipes? What about, uh, you know, learning uh, about nutrition? What about actually breaking up with diets and tearing up magazines? Finding a way to make it fun helps you lose track of time and get the job done faster as well. It could also provide, you know, some necessary, let's say, playtime. And we don't really play enough as adults, so let's get back into that and let's get back into our childhood roots and let's not take ourselves and lives that seriously. So whatever you need to take responsibility for, how can you look at it in a positive way and maybe even in a fun way? And not everything will be fun for sure. Don't get me wrong, I know. But some uh, some parts uh, of uh, taking responsibility, some situations, scenarios can definitely be fun. So let's make it that way. Number six, choose your own adventure. So what I mean by this is that when we approach responsibility from our highest self, we can be at choice for how we want to accept it. And this requires an awareness of what we intend to accomplish or learn in any life experience. So for instance, when we when faced with a responsibility, you could consider all the ways of looking at it. It can be from a place of I'm the victim, um, of place of blame, of forgiveness, of service to others, of win-win, of fun, and decide which perspective would serve the highest good of all, yourself included. So when you approach any life situation from the standpoint of having choices, doesn't it feel better than feeling forced into a decision or action? You know, look at anything, look at even a recovery. How would I see it as, you know, maybe from a place of taking care of myself, of service to myself, of building self-respect, of building resilience and confidence, of self-care, you know, rather than victimhood, blame, and um, maybe place of identity, having an eating disorder as an identity. So try looking at it and approaching life situations from the standpoint of having choices and you'll see how much better that feels and how much more than eager to you are to take the responsibility. Number seven, refuse to take anything personal. This is a big one because 
assuming that everything is about you, taking any form of disagreement as a personal attack is hard. And remember, you don't have control over how other people respond. You only have control over how you respond. And so refuse to take anything personal because it's most probably not about you, but about the issue at hand or about the person, about their own internal state, about their own pain, their own experience and perspective. And we are all different. And when you think about it, we all think about ourselves. We all, you know, think about, oh, what do they think? What what does this person want to say by saying this? And we basically translate everything into uh, into it being about ourselves. But this is what other people do too. Everyone thinks about themselves. So don't take it personally. And what what would it look like if a comment that they say is just a comment and you don't create a translation around it? Oh, they probably wanted to say by this, this and that. How would it look and feel if it would really be just about the issue and not you? So let's not take some comments and issues and things personally and as a whole because it's just a percentage of reality so this is a very powerful and liberating practice with never-ending surprises ask yourself is this about me or the issue or the person at hand is this really true is this me translating this to assume that they must mean that by saying oh you eat a lot that i'm fat Is it true? Did they say I'm fat? Or is it me saying I'm fat and my own insecurity? You know, because maybe they just said, oh, you ate a lot and it could be positive, but we take it negatively. So let's not create translations. So refuse to take anything personal and you'll see how your mindset can shift. And it has a lot to do with the reframing mindset as well, of course. But yeah, let's not take anything personal because everyone thinks about themselves. And either it comes from, uh, you know, their own pain, patterns, reality, or it's just about the thing that you're, or the issue that you're dealing with. Last but not least, no, but truly last uh, tip on how to take responsibility is take responsibility. Because if you don't, you'll be stuck. If you don't and you let autopilot reactions decide, you'll be you'll be stuck in life, you won't progress and your mood, your emotions will be, you know, most likely negative. So as I said, we don't really have an option. We always have to make decisions. So why not take conscious and decisions that will actually benefit your life, decisions that will actually help you progress and decisions that will actually improve your life. And it can be hard at first, but yeah, Take responsibility. There is nothing better than taking responsibility because otherwise you'll just be stuck in the victimhood and blame and uh, complain mentality. And is this the way how you want to live or do you want to change your life and do you want to progress? So I hope that you want to progress. So let's take responsibility and you'll see how your life starts changing. Maybe taking responsibility is saying, okay, I have a problem. I need to find someone who will help me. 
And that can be your first step. And even that is a decision. And that's a conscious decision. So I hope that after listening to this podcast, you're encouraged uh, to take responsibility, that you say, okay, no more victimhood, no more blame. I know that many things are not my fault, but I'll take responsibility to change how I feel, to change my circumstance, to change my life. And trust me, you can change your life. If you work on it, you can, and with the right help. So I hope this episode inspired you. Maybe it helped you to, you know, maybe lit up some fire underneath you to start taking responsibility. Let me know how you liked the episode. I'll be so happy if you tag me when you're listening, share it with anyone who might benefit from it. Also, don't forget to rate the episode so that we can spread the message. And if I can help you in any way, don't hesitate to reach out. I am thankful for you, for your time, for listening. I wish you a wonderful rest of the day. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.